How you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a life coach and social worker. And before we jump into episode two, I want to do a quick recap on part one, shedding light on time, where we discuss the need to respect Kronos time, you know, the ticking time measured by clocks that makes up our hours and our days. But then I introduce and maybe reintroduce to others, the Kairos time, those moments of opportunity, divine appointments, those moments that shift our entire trajectory with the clear, clear direction. See, Kronos, Kronos keeps you in that place of existing. And that's not bad. I need to know what time to wake up in the morning and what time to have lunch. Well, now I don't really know what time to have lunch because I'm trying to do the intermittent fast and I'm all confused, but I digress. And then we should know what time we should get off and what time to have dinner and hopefully what time to go to bed. But Kairos, it invites us into a place of living. An abundant life is often called the Zoe, the life that is real and rich and genuine, a life that is active and vigorous. Now, I'm not saying that all your Kairos moments are going to be sunshine and rainbows. That wouldn't make no sense. But you can even find Kairos in the worst and darkest of time. So as I say that, let's jump into episode two. I want to begin by talking about a TikTok that I watched. Yes, I watch a lot of TikTok, but they were highlighting something that young people today would know little about. Does anyone remember when a storm came through and knocked the power out and you would call a number to get the time to set our clocks? Now, I'm from South Carolina. And so a long time ago, we just had 803. There was no 864. And I wish I could remember the number. It was like 226-1611, something like that. And I would yell out the number to my grandma and she would, you know, try to change the time on the alarm clocks and on the microwave because that was all we had. This was before cell phones. Well, the thing I got from that is we focus a lot on being synchronized with the chronological time, but is there a possibility that there's a need to become aligned with more with the Kairos moments and seasons to tap into the true essence of life and what really matters? And I know you're asking, why did you feel the need to have a second episode to talk about time? Well, I've sat by the bed of many dying loved ones. And you know what? Not once did they ever ask me what time it was. And when they spoke of time loss and desire to turn back the hands of time, it wasn't the years lost, but the moments in those years when they would have chosen to mm, love more, to forgive more, cherish people more, uh, fulfill their true purpose, or relive the birth of a child or the moment they met their soulmate, man. Ultimately, it's not the chronos they longed for, but it was the Kairos moments. I specifically remember a friend of mine who was dying 
And she chose to stop all treatments, knowing she had a few things on her bucket list that she shared with me. And I was trying to figure out how to make some of them happen. But I felt like I was racing against that Kronos clock. Not the digital, but that dad blasted grandfather ticking. The ticking talk of that grandfather clock as I watched her physically decline every day right before my eyes. Much quicker than I had ever expected. Well, one day, while I'm trying to work on her bucket list... I was trying to find flights to Florida because she absolutely loved the beach. And I just wanted her to be able to listen to the waves and to taste the salt water on her lips just one more time. And while I was just continuously working so hard, trying to find a flight that we could afford, she grabbed my hand and looked at me directly into my eyes and said what she didn't have the strength to say. (sighs) And at that moment... I put the phone down, I pushed the laptop away, and she said, girl, can you sing me my favorite hymn, Amazing Grace? Now, I know many of you are familiar with the first two verses, at least, where it says, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. The second verse was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. And I was doing good and I was like, I'm singing the hymn. This is great. But then I got to that third third verse and I saw the shift in her eyes as I sung. Through many dangers, tolls and snares, we have already come. Twas grace that brought us safe thus far, and grace will lead us home. It was then that I no longer focused on the time we were losing, but I was grateful for the time we had as she softly whispered, and grace will lead me home. See, it was at that moment I stopped focusing on the chronos because <laughs> she had already stopped focusing on the chronos <laughs> and became aware of her Kairos moment that I had the privilege to share with her. As she shared stories about grace between each labored breath, I saw the collateral beauty in that Kairos moment and began to learn some pivotal life lessons of my own. And many of those lessons were described by Solomon. And so after this quick break, since you and I both are still here, let's delve into time and seek practical ways and opportunities to seize the Kairos. Welcome back to our discussion on shedding light on time. As we continue with the writings of Solomon and wrap up this topic on time, I have three points to highlight. First, he says there's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Now I have to admit, initially I thought 
Is this a time about time to hug people and a time not to hug people? Because if that's the case, at the current moment, I am leaning toward refraining from embracing with COVID and his variances. But then I decided to sit with this one for a little bit. And I looked at the definition. Embrace means to accept or support a belief, a theory, or a change willingly and enthusiastically. So at that moment, I realized it's deeper than just giving a hug, although hugs are great. But from a time perspective, are we in a season to embrace change or refuse it? So the question is, how am I supposed to know when to accept change and when to refrain from it? Well, first ask yourself, what needs to be changed? And I have to admit, the beginning of the year, I was like, you you know what? I, I need to start resting more. I need to embrace resting. And what I decided was this needs to be a non-negotiable. That's how I embraced it. I made it a non-negotiable. I decided receiving proper rest is non-negotiable. Therefore, I refuse to accept any action or thought against rest because it's a non-negotiable. So when I have a thought that I don't have time to get rest, I got too much work to do, I say to myself, "Mm mm-mm, I don't have time for this. And I shut that computer down immediately. Or, you know, when I'm sitting in my chair reading and watching a movie and someone calls me and asks me if I'm busy, it used to be my response would be, oh, no, I'm not busy. Sweetheart, what you need? But now my response is, yes, yes, I am. I'm busy resting. I'm embracing it (laughs) and I am refraining anything that tries to take that from me. So that's my embracing when it came to my self-care. So let's pause for a minute. When you think of your self-care, what is something you need to embrace and make it a non-negotiable? While you're thinking about it, I'll move to the next one. It talks about there's a time to keep and a time to throw away. Now, I know when you hear this one, we automatically think about cleaning out our closets. And I know you love that outfit, but are you truly going to wear it? Even if you lost the weight, is that 10-year-old outfit going to be the first thing you go put on? Mm -mm. You know you're going to buy some new clothes. But I think from a timing point of view, a Kairos moment is not dealing with the clutter in our closets, but the clutter in our hearts. Ah, what debris is cluttering up in our hearts that needs to be cleaned out? Because see, a cluttered heart is far worse than a cluttered home because it is so simple to stuff junk in the closet of your heart, slam the door and never open it again. But have you ever walked into a cluttered space and immediately you feel like you can't breathe? Well, that's what happens in a cluttered heart. You can't breathe. You can't live. You can't experience the Zoe. So sister, it's time to get to cleaning. What feelings about a person who hurt you needs to be thrown out? You know, like the one you think as soon as you hear their name, the one that makes your eye twitch when you hear their voice, it's time to let it go. 
and replace it with a kind thought about that person. It's time to throw away regret, to forgive yourself and let it go. It's not what people are holding over you, but it's what you're holding over yourself. See, what I learned is that regret's goal is to diminish your value. Basically, regret will convince you that you don't deserve something or someone. And it's time to get your broom out and toss that thing out your heart. Then it says it's a time to keep. See, if you're finding things that you need to throw out, you also need to decide what to keep. Recently, when I cleaned out my closet, I found a scarf given to me by a very close friend. And it wasn't the gift itself, but it was the one who gave it to me. It's the time for us to keep those things that we truly value. What do you value? If it's a relationship, keep it. I'm sure you're wondering, well, why didn't you say I need to throw away people? Well, first of all, that's up to you. But I tell you this, if you're cutting off everyone that has hurt you, then you might have to cut yourself off too. Because we have all did some self-harm, especially self-neglect. So in this season right here, you must use wisdom so you will know what to keep and what to throw away. And lastly, there's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. Now, this is an episode by itself. But I would definitely be sharing more about this in the future. We can miss the Kairos moments because we won't simply be quiet. You will miss the opportunities to listen, to understand. You will overlook the answers to your questions because you won't be quiet. Some of the most beautiful things will be missed because we are not silent. Is it time for you to be silent? I can tell you this, I have found in those silent moments that I can hear my own soul and the soul of others. It's in that silence that I can hear what the person is not saying. In silence, you can hear your soul saying, stop, you're going in the wrong direction. How do I know this? Well, have you ever been driving while listening to music, jamming down the road, and as soon as you get lost, what's the first thing you do? You turn the music down so you can see. <laughs> well, there is something to learn from that. Your silence, you silence our voice and those of others so that we can see which way we should go next. Sometimes you don't know which way to go because you won't be quiet. If you feel lost or confused, be silent. Some arguments don't need your voice. It needs your silence. You would be amazed how much shine, how much you would shine with wisdom in being silent. On the other hand, it may be time to speak. Now, that's the part I love. Now, I'm not saying talk in every occasion. Every conversation does not need your opinion and everybody's issues don't need your two cents. Keep your change, please. But... There are some seasons in your life when you need to speak. Yes, there is power in silence, but there is also power in your voice. And it's all about timing. Having someone, having someone, have someone ever gave you like really great advice, 
but it was just bad timing. Like, it is not the time to tell me about my health and my diet while I'm on my third piece of pound cake on Thanksgiving. Timing is everything. Seriously, though, I believe it is time for someone to find their voice and begin to speak about what they want from that relationship or how they feel like they're being taken for granted. It's time to speak up and encourage someone you know that has been going through some things. It's time to tell someone how much you appreciate them. You have no idea how much light can be released when you open your mouth and begin to speak the good things, the kind things, the loving things. But keep in mind, You can only speak what's in your heart. So if you don't deal with the clutter, then you can only speak junk. But when your heart is full of life, then you can only speak life to others. Take some time this week and think about what needs to be embraced. What are your non-negotiables? What needs to be kept and what needs to be thrown away? Is it time to be silent or is it time to speak? Why? Because we live in Kronos time, but life, the Zoe, is found in the Kairos moments. And that is where we will find collateral beauty. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode, Shedding Lights on Love. So please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever podcast platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you. So please join and inbox me on the Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to the Light of Speed team, Captivate, and Music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining, girl. (laughs) 